Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to another round of Buckeye Talk headlines from Cleveland.com, giving you the latest update on what's going on with Ohio State football. I'm Doug Maurice. I'll be joined by Stephen Means and Nathan Baird. Make sure, of course, that you are listening to our regular Buckeye Talk podcast every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts, and always available at cleveland.com slash podcasts. Some very serious off-the-field news happening with Ohio State football this week. Two Ohio State players charged by Columbus police with a very serious crime. Nathan Baird, what can you tell people about what's going on? So as of Wednesday morning, um, Amir Reap and Jocelyn Went were both in custody here in Columbus. They were charged on Tuesday with rape and kidnapping, um, waiting for an arraignment on Thursday. But this obviously be kind of a developing story as that sort of progresses through the legal system. Currently suspended from all football activities. Um, again, they are not guilty of anything yet because it's so early in the process, but certainly Ohio State as a team has taken action on this, um, and we would anticipate probably some very serious football consequences as they go through this legal process. Yeah, and, and the thing to remember, too, is that there is, you know, there's the legal process, but every university also has other disciplinary processes, whether that's Title IX and things like that that could come into play here. So again, this will be an ongoing story. We will keep you updated with that at cleveland.com slash OSU. News that has some effect on Ohio State. Mel Tucker, hired as the new football coach at Michigan State this week. He is a former Ohio State assistant. He was hired by Jim Trussell in 2001. He was the main recruiter in the state of Ohio and really in Northeast Ohio for the Buckeyes for four years. He was most recently the head coach at the University of Colorado, where he went five and seven this year. He initially rebuffed Michigan State, but they came back with a bigger offer, and he said yes. He is a Cleveland native with a lot of Ohio ties. He's a lot like Mark D'Antonio, the recently retired Michigan State coach who also was a former Ohio State assistant coach. So Michigan State has run on Ohio football for the last several years. Mark D'Antonio was very successful at recruiting sort of that second level of Ohio high school player, and you should anticipate that Mel Tucker will continue to do the same. The athletic department at Michigan State is not in the greatest situation right now. Um, There are some hard feelings at Colorado over Mel Tucker deciding to leave, but I I do think it's very possible that once Mel Tucker gets this thing up and running, he's not going to steal Ohio recruits, from Ohio State because very few teams are able to do that. But I think Mel Tucker will recruit Ohio very well. And I think he might end up being a pain in the neck for Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State in the Big Ten East, uh, much like Mark D'Antonio was uh, during the best years of his tenure. Ohio State in with their early enrollees. One of the most interesting early enrollees in the class of 2020 is quarterback C.J. Stroud from California, Doug Maurice and Stephen Means from Buckeye Talk. Stephen, C.J. Stroud was kind of a late addition uh, to this recruiting class. He's the second quarterback in this class, and, and he just seems like a really interesting recruit with an interesting story that could end up having 
a gigantic impact on Ohio State football once Justin Fields is gone. Yeah, a year ago when 247 came out with his composite rankings for the 2020 class, he was number 691 in the class. And then he dropped down a month later to 860. By the time they wrapped up their rankings, he was a number 41 player and a number two pro-style quarterback in the class. So he went from ranked in the 800s to in the top 50 players in the country. In 12 months, basically. And a lot of that started once he went down to the Elite 11. He was a late invite after somebody dropped out. And he won the he won the entire thing, was the MVP of the thing. MVP of the event, and then three months later he has an offer from Ohio State, and six months later he's on Ohio State's campus as a second quarterback. So this is a kid from California who, late developing as you're describing it, Mm -hmm. but by the end almost everybody wanted this guy in recruiting, didn't they? Yeah, he became the hot commodity, especially because, you know, most quarterbacks are usually committed by their sophomore or junior year just because of how quarterback recruiting works. So when you don't have a lot of uncommitted guys, when you see one guy starting to rise up the rankings like this and really starting to make a name for himself and build momentum, everybody wants him. USC was late to the party. A lot of those West Coast – he didn't even have a West Coast offer until Ryan Day came calling and wanted to offer him a scholarship, and all of a sudden the rest of the Big Ten kind of followed in his, in his footsteps. C.J. Stroud, he will battle Jack Miller to be the backup quarterback in 2020, and then everybody anticipating that Justin Fields will leave, and C.J. Stroud should be in the thick of the battle Mm -hmm. to be Ohio State's starting quarterback in 2021. And you can read all about that at cleveland.com slash OSU and listen to it every Wednesday on Buckeye Talk. Luke Fickle turned down the Michigan State job, the former Ohio State assistant, now the head coach at Cincinnati, A lot of people wonder whether Luke Fickle is going to wind up as the Ohio State head coach someday if Ryan Day ever decides to leave Ohio State. But for now, Luke Fickle stays in Cincinnati where he had a pretty good recruiting class, the best in Cincinnati's conference coming in, was the number one target of Michigan State, had a big money offer out there, thought about it with his wife. But Luke Fickle was a guy who stayed at Ohio State for a long time, for over a decade, turned down opportunities to go to kind of smaller level head coaching jobs, waited out the right opportunity and took it at Cincinnati. Had a great year at Cincinnati this year. Cincinnati got their doors blown off in Ohio Stadium by the Buckeyes. But other than that, a really successful year for Luke Fickle. And so with some of the questions around the Michigan State Athletic Department, still very possible that Luke Fickle might have taken that job. I thought he was going to take the job. He decides to stay. It opens the door for Mel Tucker. It will be interesting. On our Buckeye Talk podcast, we talked about where he might end up. We asked our, our listeners that. Could he wind up at Penn State or Notre Dame? Maybe Ohio State someday. If you turn down Michigan State... Maybe you are keeping a small little group of coaches, uh, of teams, excuse me, that you are willing to leave for. But for now, Luke Fickle played at Ohio State, coached at Ohio State, has spent basically his whole life in the state of Ohio, and he decided he's going to stay in Ohio as the coach of the Cincinnati Bearcats. The NFL Combine is around the corner, and 11 Ohio State Buckeyes will be participating in that. Nathan Baird. What did you think of that group of Buckeyes who were picked to go to the Combine, which will start in Indianapolis on February 24th? I mean, it's a pretty substantial group. It's tied with Michigan for second most in the country. Only LSU had more. I think they had 16 defending national champs. Um, I don't know if there was anyone on here that it stunned me that they weren't invited. There were a couple guys that I thought, a couple other guys I thought might get invited, Brandon Bowen, Robert Landers, some other guys. But for the most part, I mean, that's a pretty substantial group. Do we want to run through the list of names for our good listeners here? There are a lot of – Sure can. The, the, the most interesting part about this, there's some obvious things. 
Chase Young and Jeff Okuda, Ohio State's defensive end and cornerback, could be the top two picks that aren't quarterbacks in this draft. They're two of the 11 that are invited. Who are the other nine? Uh, the Damon Arnett and Jeff Okuda, the cornerbacks, running back J.K. Dobbins, safety Jordan Fuller, defensive tackle Devon Hamilton, linebacker Malik Harrison, receivers K.J. Hill, Austin Mack, Ben Victor, so all three of the senior receivers, and then uh, Jonah Jackson, offensive line, and Chase Young. The one guy that I will say that you didn't mention that I was surprised didn't get invited, and we I actually talked to him about showing his oh, stuff Barry. at the Combine, yeah. Rashad Berry, a tight end from Northeast Ohio, Great basketball player, really versatile guy. Played some defensive end for Ohio State this year. This is going to mean that his pro day at Ohio State is going to be a gigantic thing for him. But sort of for Rashad Berry, I was a little disappointed for him that he wasn't one of the combine selections. Yeah, he he. now that you bring it up, yeah, that was one of the other ones that I thought. Because specifically, he was a guy that teams probably want to see in some of these very specific physical situations. But as you say, they can do that at the pro days if they're looking for that. Make sure you are sticking with Buckeye Talk from Cleveland.com and reading Cleveland.com slash OSU for full NFL combine coverage once it starts in Indianapolis on February 24th.